love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Thursday, January 10th. 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It's Friday Eve, and uh, let's welcome everyone. Uh, There's Drew right over there. Some days the hot water just isn't hot enough. And there's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Thursday, or as I like to call it, day four of the hostage situation. Oh. <laughs> Stay tuned. He is creating a beard awareness program. He's going to call it January, our host, The Fit. That's right, January. And just want to appreciate everybody checking out my uh, my beard trim pics. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is what it's all come down to. Yeah, I can't believe you actually took the time to do it, but I really, really appreciate it anyway. Uh, we got a great show today, and I'd like to kick it off with our special pre-show warm-up jam right now. You guys remember this one? I'm going to take you back just a little bit. I got my first oh, yeah. real six string. Rolled it out the five and done. Oh. Played it till my fingers bled. Was it summer of 69? Me and some guys from school. Had a band and we tried real hard. This is a jam, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All right, and uh, the purpose of the warm-up jam is just to kind of get the blood flowing, get us all kind of in the groove of, you know, being on the radio. Do you remember when uh, that song was a pop, like, chart topper? Do you remember when pop music was rock music? It was a of long course, time ago. yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was a kid of the 80s, man, so. Yeah. It's so weird to think that a rock song like that would be a pop chart topper. Yeah. yeah, I remember this station that I used to listen to. I remember the name of it and everything in Little Shreveport, Louisiana, and it was a the the only pop station we had because it was the early '90s, you know, the late '80s. Early and when you 90s. say pop, you mean top forty station, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. a yeah. top forty pop station. Music. And, All right, and it was pretty much rock music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Guns and Roses. Yeah. And now that stuff wouldn't get a and Def Leppard minute of play. And- <laughs> no, now that stuff like the Guns N' Roses and Sweet Child of Mine and all that stuff is being played in the dentist offices. Yeah, it's classic rock. Axl okay. Rose is now being played in dentist offices. <laughs> well, did you hear about his new song? He just came out with a new song, I think this week, and it's for the Looney Tunes. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axl Rose made it. He's uh, making cartoon music oh, now. Well, who, who cares? They're paying him probably crazy money. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of money in that stuff. I always wanted to jump into cartoons. Do little wacky cartoon voices. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at the guy that created SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't he die? He just he passed did. away. Just, he passed, he away. just passed, passed away. But he did very still, well for he himself. He did very well. Oh, he had to be a bil- he had to be a billionaire. Kind of changed the world. SpongeBob. Yeah. Every like, kid knows it. <laughs> in America. 
In the, I would think it's known a lot in the world. He lives in a pineapple under, under the, the sea. sea. We've got to find some footage of SpongeBob done in another language. I want to hear SpongeBob no, we don't in need like to do that. Chinese or Japanese or something. <laughs> All right, we got a great show today, you guys. Obviously, we're talking about SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> So, uh, all right, stand by. What are you kidding me stories coming up? Here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Of course, standing by right now with the news that did not make the news. Proud to be your What Are You Kidding Me Anchorman, a very special What the f- Florida story. <laughs> I can see our general manager right now always freaking out when I do yeah. that. Oh, what's the. Oh, 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 that fits. That silly. Reaching, <laughs> reaching for the button? That silly oh. fits. All right, um, so there's a drunk woman at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport. Uh, who recently just lost it at a JetBlue counter the other day when they decided she was too intoxicated to fly. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) here she is just going after all of the airport personnel, calling them names, insults. Are we going to be able to play this? Claiming to have guns. uh, We'll find out. Exclusive. What are you kidding me audio right now? Okay, I'm going to tell you what. Don't be doing that stuff at the airport because if you see something, say something, and people acting all crazy and stuff, cray-cray, like that, whether it be before you enter the plane or are on a plane, you got to get yeah, you got to get ready. you got to get handled and tied up, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And think about this: before you throw that tantrum, what is it going to do for you? There is no way throwing that tantrum has them go. You know what? You were right. You are okay to fly. Our mistake. Go ahead and board the plane, miss. Was yeah, that a, was that a tantrum or a complete? Mental breakdown. That was a meltdown. Both. Because all of the above. I saw some pictures, and she's like practically over the 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 desk. Like she is almost uh-uh. standing over and reaching over the desk. See, Her feet are not touching the ground. That's Woo. when you, that's when you gotta that's when you gotta get tased. Yeah, that's jail time. And even if that's, they were even yeah. if they were to say, you know what, ma'am, you're right, you can get on. I would be like, excuse me, I do not want to get on this plane with this woman. I'd say absolutely. I'd say this is absolutely ridiculous and inappropriate. Out. My point is, that you're proving their point when you act like that. You are right. absolutely right. Page two. Why are you kidding me? Out of the beautiful state of California, how many licks does it take, folks? This is this could be one of the creepiest. What are you kidding me stories you've ever heard in your entire life? Someone's security camera in uh, Salinas, California. Salinas? Salinas. Got footage of a 33-year-old guy walking up to people's front doors on New Year's Eve and licking their doorbell for three hours. Licking it. Come again? Say what? People have the weirdest... Oh, just think of the bacteria. They say the door handles are like the grossest thing anywhere ever. Yeah, yeah. he wants that uh, in his mouth. Uh, yeah, and that's, uh, where everybody's, that's where everybody's finger touched. Oh. Police identified him, but they are still looking for him, which means what? He's still out there. Licking He's still out there knobs. licking. He I could mean, be licking door your knobs. door handle tonight. Yeah. Takes a licking and keeps, keeps a, gets a ticket and keeps on licking. 
gross. <laughs> let me tell you this. Uh, the owners and the neighbors, we reached out to them about this situation. And <laughs> I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. I thought, oh boy, that is just weird. I thought I'd seen it all, but now this takes a cake. Never have we seen anything like this. Never. I thought, boy, there's a lot of traffic. I go, ah. five o'clock in the morning. My son doesn't get home till six o'clock. I go, that's kind of odd. So I started reviewing the videos. Oh, who the heck is that? Like, this just kind of reinforces how important it is to have security within your home. That is absolutely oh, right. Anyway, the guy's still out on the streets. Uh, you know, everybody be careful. There everybody put Tabasco on your doorknobs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, you got the... What, are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Fitz, and thank you so much for checking us out today. Right over there is Drew, and uh, there's Bethany, the mouth from the South. I want to ask you to follow us on social media, like right now. You could reach out and find me on Instagram. Just two words, follow Fitz. Again, two words on Instagram, follow Fitz. I want to talk about uh, a situation where social media is actually quite useful because, well, there is a woman who was uh, cleaning an airplane last year and she found a message written on a barf bag. A message written on a barf bag. And it was signed by a 21-year-old named Andrea. And she said that she just bought the flight last minute from Miami to D.C. to intercept her best friend while he had a layover there so she could tell him that she loves him. And since she was going to Australia in four days for a semester abroad, it was her last chance. Right? So a lot of people are thinking, why did she write this on this barf bag? That was my first question. Um, I don't know. Maybe her Wi-Fi wasn't work. Working. So what? She needed to send a message to a stewardess. Well, anyway, people on Ah. social gathering her thoughts. Yeah, though. Or she was going to put it in a bottle and drop it down the toilet on the airplane. You know, out of the sky. But people on social media, they are trying to find Andrea. They want to find out if she did catch the guy between his flights to let him know how much she loves him. Well, they're going to need to check in Australia, apparently. And and, and that's exactly where we're at right now. Again, um, I just thought you guys would be a little more excited about the woman writing this love letter to the man of her dreams on a barf bag. And the cleaning lady on the airplane found it. And it's on social media. And she wants help from the entire world to track down Andrea, the barf bag love letter writer. What if Andrea doesn't want to be found? What if it was a bad outcome? She doesn't want to be found. What if she met up with him and he was like, look, I already told you I'm with Trisha. Yeah. I have too many questions to be excited. Yeah. I want to know why the barf bag. I want to know why she left it on the plane. How many times in life do these events happen where you got one chance to tell the love of your life how much you love them or, or, they're, or they're gone forever? It can't really happen now because of social media, right? Right. Yes. That, Has that, it taken all that away? I think so. How many people are genuinely in that situation where you've got one shot and if you say it, it works forever and if you don't say it, it goes away forever? I feel like that knife edge situation in a relationship means it's not a healthy place for the relationship. I just will never forget when I asked uh, Bethany to marry me for the first time. She straight up said, oh, hell no. <laughs> um, well, I didn't You know, say that, that, that could have been a time for me to, huh? I didn't say that. You said, you said not today. 
I said, <laughs> not no, but not now. Yeah. Not no, but not now. Wow, that's a soft letdown. All right. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. You just never really know how someone's day is going. You know, you never know what's going on in someone's life. Coping with loss can be particularly hard this time of year uh, because it seems like so many people seem so cheerful. But there's a brand new app called Good Grief. And it might make it a little bit easier and alleviate some of the loneliness if you have some loneliness right now. It's really simple. You just answer a couple of questions, uh, including who, where, uh, 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 everything about your loss, and then connect one-on-one with others in similar situations. So, for example, if if there's somebody out there who lost a dog and then you lost your dog, uh, all of a sudden you can meet and hook up. What? <laughs> it seems like a, a a Tinder app for people that are grieving. Am I wrong about that? Did you, I thought you made that up. It's really about connecting people with similar grief. Absolutely, it is. Well, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It, it is a it, no, it connects you one on one with them. That's why I'm, and I'm saying that usually um, you find that anyone that's going through a lot, a lot of grief, if they have someone that's obviously been through a similar situation. Kind of like has something in common with yeah, you, yeah. Kind of like whenever Jenna was on the show, that's had right. Security, our friend Jenna, and you remember she had lost her son. Yes, he was three years old to cancer, and you know a lot of her community is she's surrounded, especially with social media. There's such a um, an outreach and, and a better way to you know reach people where you're you right. can actually be friends with people that are in similar situations all the way across the country. She has friends, and you're right. That really is her uh, her, her, her community and her village, her backbone. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Drew. Over to you. Choose your news. Well, it must be nice enough, nice to turn down eighty million dollars. Oh, the Spice Girls just turned down an eighty million dollar offer for an extended tour of the U.S. They're not going to do the tour. They are touring right now in uh, Britain and oh. Ireland and a few places over there. Uh, and I think they have one or two dates in the U.S. for their reunion tour. But they were offered eighty mil to do a long U.S. tour, visit a bunch of cities, and they said flat out. No. We're not single girls anymore. We have families. We have husbands. We have responsibilities. We can't go out on these extended road trips. It would be too hard on us. For $80 million, you can go out. For $80 million. That's what I'm saying. Your husband's going to understand. Yeah. He'll be just fine. You buy him a new Porsche, he'll be fine. Yeah. Send him to Tahiti. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Choose your news. So uh, just this past Christmas, a man in Vacaville, California, learned a grim but useful holiday lesson. Sometimes don't spread glad tidings keep the good news to yourself what i'm talking about is he went to the store and he bought 30 dollars worth of scratch off lottery tickets okay so he went home and he scratched them off and he found that he had won ten thousand dollars on one of them so he had told his roommate about it okay the next day he gets up and he try he looks for the ticket and he can't find it his roommate, turns out his roommate had stolen the ticket, um. tried to go and cash it in at the lottery office earlier that day. Are you ready for this? That ticket was not worth 10000 It was worth $10 million. Oh, okay. he's going to get an eviction notice, I hope. Yeah, well, I don't know I don't know how uh, the <laughs> landlord situation is. I don't know who's... He needs to get a foot in the butt. But I can tell you that um, there are investigators at the lottery... They actually went and pulled the footage of who bought the nice. ticket. Yeah. Nice. They were able to find out that that is not the same person 
And so that's how they got the entire scheme and what happened. And I believe they, they were able to return the ticket to its rightful owner. All right, there you go. Thursdays, choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, everybody, don't forget, uh, you can check out our podcast. You can get it anywhere, delivered to your phone. You got a finger, you can find us. That's right, you got a finger, you can find us. Um, It's our podcast after the broadcast, a condensed version of the show, and any podcast app, you can just uh, type in The Fit Show, and uh, it's delivered to you, you know, just like that. So again, if you have a finger, you can find us. Find our podcast anywhere on any podcast app near you. Just search The Fit's show. Hey, I got a little family drama I want to talk about real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> I would actually like for everyone to finish the sentence right now. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, you can send me a message real quick. I really love my mom and dad, but I just wish that they blank. It could be about your mom, your dad, both of them. Just think of something. Mm. I really love my mom and my dad, but I just wish that they would blank. Here's what I got for you. I love my, uh, in this case, I love my dad so much. Green Beret Bob, my dad. I talk to my dad usually every day. Um, but usually around, I'd say like lunchtime now. Mm-hmm. We kind of, because uh, we talk several times a day, but uh, around lunch, we'll have our mid you know, day conversation. And now he's calling me while he is sitting on the toilet going TT. <laughs> My, Your dad my, my is grown, going my to kill you. Green Bray Bob sits down to pee, apparently, now at his age. <gasps> oh, my, oh my gosh. He's what, 72 now, 71? And uh, <laughs> I, I just don't know if there's many Green Berets who sit down to tinkle. I can't believe you're doing this right now. He because may never call you again. You, you may have just solved your own problem. No, I posted a photo. And I'm not even kidding. Tell everybody where, you can, where they can find it, Bethany. Yes, they can find it at Facebook slash... Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. My dad just sitting down it's having there. a gun. You trying to kill the old guy? Unbelievable. He was mad. Yeah. Yeah, he's mad. And now yeah. he's really mad. Well, oh, and I wasn't mad that somebody's <laughs> calling me. Uh, he's a grandfather calling people sitting down to, to pee. I, I would he, love to ask him this question about you. You violated the pact, the bond of father and son. <laughs> oh, but it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he disowns you. It had to be done. All right. Um, all right. Come outed on, guys. Him. I you really outed him as a sit down peer. I really love my mom and dad, but I wish that they just blank anyone. Bethany, I think yours should be you wish your mom would lock the door when <laughs> she takes baths. <laughs> <laughs> as discussed in the show earlier, Fitz has walked in on her in the bath a few times. Just a couple. I really love my mom, but I wish she'd visit more. That's and, mine. Uh, she stole yeah. mine. And that's, r- did she really? That's not her fault, really. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not. She works all the time. My mom's retired. She could be well, here every day. She has no excuse. I'm telling you, remember we had this conversation not too long ago about, uh, about grandparents now? And grandparents today aren't, aren't like my grandparents. Yeah, they got a real come to me vibe going on. Yeah. Well, you know, and not the only come that. come to me vibe. You know where we're at? Finally, um, it's sort of like, uh, you know, older older people are starting to be like, you know what? This is our time. Yeah. This is, we, you know, we've worked all our lives. We this raised our, our kids. Right. We don't need to raise yours. Right. Baby boomers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and I think that's okay. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. 
The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files. We're getting to the good, the bad, and the gossip in just a little bit. Bethany, the uh, mouth from the South, what's going on today? Well, the world's richest man is back on the market, ladies. Oh. We're talking about (laughs) this being the biggest divorce settlement possibly in history. Of all time! That's right. I'm going to tell you about it. Coming up. All right, Drew's standing by with the Thursday reality check. The U.S. cancer death rate has hit a welcome milestone. Deaths have dropped for 25 straight years. Yeah, this is a very encouraging news. Now, to be clear. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Why? No, what it says is, it says the incidence, the new incidence and diagnoses of cancer has not necessarily dropped, but the deaths from cancer have dropped a total of 27% over the last 25 years. No, but I've just, you know. My family and and I've known friends. I, I, we we have all been, uh, in some way, uh, one way or another, we've been affected by that c word, right? Yeah, affected. And I, I just feel like people are reading these these press releases right now. No, and we want we. You know, but what we want, Drew, we want our family members to. We want them to survive. And I know that's what this study is saying. That's exactly it. So it's not saying they've solved cancer and done away with it. What it's saying is that we're through better treatment, better awareness, yes. acknowledgement, and di- earlier diagnoses, and all of that, they're able to keep people alive longer. As long as someone's alive, they have a chance to beat it. Your own dad suffered from cancer a couple times and survived it. So this is benefiting him. This kind of science and technology is keeping people alive who may have died a generation earlier right away. I know, but don't you think that just a lot of people hearing this right now are, are, are who have a husband or wife or a, 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 somebody going through this, can't you you see why they'd be very skeptical about this? Just like No, because those people who are fighting it, who are continue to fight today, who are alive, cre- should be crediting the science that is uh, is advancing this research and, and making it possible to keep them alive. And that's what all this is saying. Okay. But I would like to add that it says um, also while cancer mortality rates are shrinking, Diagnoses aren't dropping across the board, like for instance for breast cancer, which right. is is they think um, can be linked to obesity and alcohol use. Sure. Also, liver cancer has gone up for for young people. There's also issues with use. what's in our food, uh, you know, various pesticides, that kind of thing. Uh, the way we process food, everything. handle food, everything. Basically, things we're anything to. and everything. Yeah. So we aren't saying everything. we've solved it and it's gone away, but what we're saying is we're better able it's to treat better. it, and the survivability well, is going up, and, and that's, that's still important. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But aren't you always reading about these these breakthroughs? New breakthrough today, and it's like okay, but every every step is an inch closer. Every step's an inch closer. All right. Yeah, I guess I what it means is you know, so if you are diagnosed with cancer, you have a much better shot at beating it. Yes. Right. Surviving, but probably having to treat it for a long time. Yeah. All right. Drew, I know we took up a lot of time on that, but that's, you know. That's a big one. It's, very, it's a big one. What that's else okay. is going on? Something else big just a day after that nationally, uh, you know, prime time televised uh, press conference the president did about the shutdown. Uh, he sat down with Pelosi and the Dems for a conference yesterday. And guess what? He stormed out. He wasn't getting what he wanted out of the meeting. In fact, a quote from him says, I asked what was going to happen in 30 days if I quickly open things up. Are you going to approve border security, which includes a wall or steel barrier? Uh, Pelosi said no. And he said, bye bye. And he walked out of the meeting. Uh, he later tweeted that it was a complete waste of his time. So the deadlock continues. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Thursday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files.
let's see. Tipping flight attendants is actually trending right now. Frontier Airlines just launched an option where you could tip a flight attendant. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know about that. There's a, there are too many fees. I mean, yeah. don't you remember whenever gas was expensive? Yeah. And so they 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 that's whenever they started charging for luggage. Well, that's uh-huh. never gone away now. Sure. Although I would give twenty dollars <laughs> uh, uh, to anyone who would stuff one of the, uh, a kid in a the overhead bin. <laughs> no, you would not. Twenty bucks. <laughs> okay. It'll See be you when we our, land. It'll See. be one of ours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Night night. Oh yeah, I put my kid in the overhead bin. No, you would. Give him a little iPad for the flight. Oh. Night, night. See you in a little bit. The rest of the passengers, thank you. Oh, that's the truth. All right. Um, standing by right now with the good, the bad, and the gossip is Bethany. Okay, so this may seem kind of odd, but I think it's a good thing that uh, prosecutors in Atlanta have launched a new investigation into the alleged crimes detailed in the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly. And we've watched, what, what episode are we on of that, by the way? I think we're on like three, four or five. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's just, it's it's unbelievable, you guys. If it brings crimes to light and if it, if it... It helps victims of crime. Sure. So it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, they're talking to people who came forward on the show. W- and would, would they be charging him in the state of Georgia, I guess? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to the bad. Oh, here we go. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie are getting a divorce. Whoa. Yeah. What? The couple announced the breakup over Jeff's Twitter account yesterday. They didn't mention, of course, how they're going to split $140 billion fortune. Oh, oh. Um, wow. Well, I mean, I t- I mean that's look easy. Into it. No, I already got it figured out. As part of the settlement, she'll get half the world. <laughs> half the world's that. e-commerce. <laughs> you get the Western you, Hemisphere. I'm going to keep the Eastern Hemisphere. That, 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 yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> All right. So just to let you know, they do have four kids, three sons, and an adopted daughter. And so. it was like, they've been together over 25 years, They've you said? been together over 25 years, and I would like to say, it seems like they are doing this amicably. They said that uh, even with everything, even if we knew that after 25 years we would still split up, we wouldn't change a thing. We uh, would have still been together interesting. and everything. All right. It's even easier so. to get divorced when you're rich. Seems like they're looking uh, for some new candy. They're moving forward with love. All right, then. What All right. So moving on to the gossip. Remember the Golden Globes? Even if you didn't watch the Golden Globes, you may have seen the pictures online, of course, on social media and whatnot. Well, you may have seen the Fiji Water Girl. How could you miss her? She's, She's in, in every picture. Fiji Water Girl, yeah. And she is in almost every single photo Looking right carpet. at the camera. Yes. Looking right at the camera. Holding a or... tray of Fiji Water Bottles. Yeah, perfect. Fiji Water. I mean. That's too perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. She earned her company the equivalent of 12 million dollars in free advertising. Way to go, Fiji. I'm all about the Fiji water. I'm thirsty. Yeah. It's crazy. I think they had her on Jimmy Kimmel. uh, Or she might... I think she was on Jimmy Kimmel last night, but... She's going to be everywhere for the next few oh, months. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, this is her chance to launch a career. That's right. That's right. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Thursday, January 10th, 2019. And uh, all these things have happened on this day. For example, you should know that uh, Pat Benatar is 66 years old today. Ooh, love is wow. a battle. Hit me with your passion. 
right? Lots of them, yeah. She yeah. was great 80s rock. Um, it's amazing my kids know all those songs now just from playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> Crazy. They know all the jams, you know, from ACDC and Metallica and Pat Benatar and Heart. My, I mean, my little baby's five and six years old from playing uh, Guitar Hero. And I can honestly say that my kids could shred. They can shred <laughs> pushing those four buttons. Oh, no. It's a lot harder than you think. It I, really I is. I know it's hard. It takes some skill. Yeah, and they're shredders, man. Uh, George Foreman today is 70 years old. A little bit worried about George Foreman because we haven't heard from George Foreman in a while. You know what I mean? It's like you start getting concerned about celebrities once they're not really in front of the camera as much anymore. Maybe he just has you to come up with a new kitchen gadget. He doesn't need to because you know what? The first one took care of him for life. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. I had one. Yeah, we even had a few after that, didn't we? We had one George Foreman grill, but yeah. Worth it, yeah. Oh my God, speaking of that, what's that new thing we have that you said has uh, changed our lives in the kitchen? Instant pot. Instant pot. Wait, now we're, we're not talking about the, the, the wacky tobacco. No, <laughs> no. We're talking about an instant pot that, that cooks. Instant pot, instant pot. It's an actual brand name. Um, it's an it's a pressure cooker. It is, it can do like, some of them can do like from eight to 10 things. I've never seen anything like it. It's it amazing. Sounds, you I can saute one. in it. You And then you, you know, you put all your ingredients. Everything in it. is so tender. Yeah. Yeah. You can even put frozen meat in it, and it's ready in 25 minutes. Rod Stewart today. He is 74 years old. Have you heard Rod Stewart's new commercial that he's doing now? No. This is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, this is Rod Stewart, Is the commercial he just did. I've fallen, and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> still got that voice. Yeah, you can still hit the high notes, right? He's a cool dude. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's like he, he makes his living by probably staying up all night, making sure he loses his voice, and then he goes to sing the next day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a right. raspy voice, yes. Very raspy voice. All right, 36 years ago in 1983, oh my gosh, Fraggle Rock debuted on HBO. You remember Fraggle Rock? Can I tell you, I remember exactly when this came out. We went to my uncle's house, and he had cable, and he said, hey, kids, I want to show you this new show, and he showed us Fraggle Rock, and I was hooked. I, I loved it. I was what? Eight years old yes, or something. I love Fraggle and Rock. And I told my parents, I want to watch Fraggle Rock. They said, You can't, we don't have cable. I was so mad that an adult had access to this kid's show and I didn't. Fraggle Rock was the bomb, dude. Just like whenever was I was great. a kid, I was always jealous of the people that had uh, the Disney Channel because you had to pay for it back then. Yeah. And I couldn't, you know, my mom's single mom, you know, we didn't have the Disney yeah. Channel. But I remember uh, for a long, long time also wanting the Disney Channel. And then finally, you know, one day we got it and my world changed. And now, you know, kids get it 24-7 whenever they want it. On their phone in their pocket. Yeah. Disney YouTube. Uh, 20 years ago, you guys, on this day in 1999, The Sopranos premiered on HBO. Now, the very end, that last episode where they're sitting in the, you know, the cafe, what happens? I mean, what do you think really happens? I think they killed him. Tony dies. I've read some. uh, There's a ton of articles about it. I've read some really good breakdowns of how every every little nuance of that scene was important. Everything from every noise you hear, every little person you see, everyone, everything's significant. And they say based on all this evidence, a hitman came in and killed him and the whole family. Yeah. That's what they said. I need to watch it again. Th- that's actually a show that we could start binging again yes. and, and completely rewatch it. You're right. Yeah. And that show really did change TV because that was the first gigantic mega show on an, on a mm. pay channel that overrode all the networks. It happens live. And now, and now, it's, my daddy. it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stop. 
Stories of the Day. Out of the beautiful state of Oklahoma, where the wind comes rolling down the plains. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of McIntosh County, Oklahoma. This is titled, Stupid's What Got You There. A game warden randomly caught a deer poacher last month when she matched with him on the dating app Bumble. (laughs) And after they matched on Bumble, she bragged about shooting a deer. You know, poaching it. And she wound up getting hit with a $2,400 fine. There you go. How about that? Wow. So he wrote it and gave her a citation. So Bumble could be a new law enforcement tool or Tinder. You just say, hey, man, cops are on there saying, listing in their hobbies. Like, you know what I really love is like stealing things and possessing or selling stolen goods. That's among my hobbies. And when someone likes and says, yeah, me too, they got them. Well, <laughs> and, and, and think about, you know, even even Facebook and all that stuff is now being used for law enforcement. Oh, yeah. Uh, the facial recognition software that they use anytime that... You make a post and, and it tags yourself, right? That's because they recognize your face. And now they can find your face out of anywhere, any crowd, wherever you are. Uh, if you're up to no good, they're going to get you. Mm-hmm. There is a camera everywhere you everywhere you look. And There's now, a camera. And now your dating app's out to get you. That is right. <laughs> well, here's what happened. Apparently, he's like, so, hey, how you doing? And then she responded. She's like, I'm so happy because I just shot a big old buck. And he asked a couple of questions, and it turns out she uh, she then let him know that she was doing some spotlighting, and boom, and they got her. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a second date update. <laughs> Are they going to do a second date update? He's got to pick her up at jail first. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? A very special what the f- Florida story. Crappiest teacher of the year. A substitute teacher had a problem with her principal recently in Sarasota, Florida. So she did what most teachers probably wouldn't do. She uh, decided to mess up his birthday party by uh, basically going to the park where they were having a party and smearing poop on the tables and the grills. Gross. Ugh. Like before the party or during the party? Other people use those too, you know. Yeah, this is horrible. Well, here, I'm, I'm going to get into some details here. Uh, uh, yeah, she knew that there was a, a birthday party being held, I guess, for the principal's daughter at the park. Oh, even better. Do it to the kid. So <laughs> has nothing to do with it. To mess up the party, she went the day before and rubbed all of that bad, bad stuff that can do some serious damage to your body all over the tables, all over the grill, caking it in the grill. Oh. And, um, yeah. I yeah. hope that's a felony. I don't know exactly who's you know it was, but I, I assume it was probably a personal blend. Yeah, who cares? Ew. <laughs> uh, that detail is not important to the case. All right, uh, I do have exclusive. What do you get? Where's this audio from? Do we know who this is from? Uh, it's a guy who saw her do it. Oh, uh, we got a witness. Can I get a witness? Once I got over here, I could smell it instantly, and I knew this ain't. She wasn't. She was vandalizing it. Just poured it out of a cup and then just. So that's enough, you know. And there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So let's go. This happened. It's the Fit Show.
Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. All right, I just want to begin today by uh, letting everybody know we could have a little mascara alert right now, okay? Just want to warn you. A uh, little mascara alert. There's a possibility here. Um, and this story is about an eight-year-old boy in North Carolina. And recently, he was with his family in Utah when suddenly um, he had to have surgery on a brain tumor. We don't have a lot of details, but he had to have uh, a sudden surgery when he was there. I do want to say, luckily, he's okay. But that when he was going through that process and, and the surgery... In the seriousness, you know, that situation, he really started missing his dog. He's got a dog named Frank. So a complete stranger who heard the story volunteered to drive Frank, the dog, 2,300 miles just so he could be with him. That's incredible. Check this out. I felt really excited to see Frank. I just really like Frank, and he's a good dog. I never questioned why I was doing it or anything like that. I just knew it was something that needed to be done, and I wanted to do it. One time when we were just, like, laying down and snuggling, a tear went down. He cried, and I felt loved. (laughs) We've been happy that Perrin made it out of his surgery. We've been shocked. We've been sad. It's been hard, but it's been overwhelmingly awesome. And it's really awesome. That dude drove 2,300 miles. Again, he was a complete stranger. It's like you could just hear it in that guy's voice. I don't know, something that you could just trust him with your dog. And mm-hmm. I know that's, I mean, that's a serious deal to let a stranger drive just your dog. Yeah, your dog is a family member. Yeah. And so you're trusting someone to pick him up at home, I'm, I'm guessing, and drive him all the way across No, this the is a stranger. I assume it was probably put on social media or... It was a stranger that delivered the dog. Oh, I know, but they had to pick the yeah, dog up at, some point, up at some point and bring it someone. to you. Bring, yeah. That's a family member, so that's incredible. There you go, folks. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. And uh, you can find me on Twitter right now. Follow Fitz. Yeah, two words. Follow Fitz, F-I-T-Z. Um, there's my buddy Drew. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here. And we also have a very, very special visitor in the studio right now. My daughter, Drew. Hi. Hi. Oh, let me turn your mic on. All right, can you hear me, Drew? Hi. How are you? That's my daughter, Drew. She is six years old, and we're going to have yeah. a special episode yeah. of Kids Confidential. <laughs> you know what song this is? In, do you know the words? SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't want to sing it. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, so um, so Drew, you told me something really interesting not too long ago. You told me a story yeah. about uh, your brother Cash, my baby boy Cash, who's five years old. Yeah. And what happened? Um, so like we talk were, really up in that microphone if you can. So like we were like putting our fingers in our mouths, like, and then we were touching our throats, and then, mm. um, Cash threw up in the car. Okay. <laughs> so again, it's have not it, funny. It's well, not funny. Joe. I, I guess I'm wondering why were you putting your fingers in your mouth? Because we were doing a contest. And I want everybody to hear that right now, mommies and daddies and everybody. Because they were doing a. Hang on. What? 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 One second. Because whoever okay. puts it in their mouth the longest wins. Okay. So again, mommies and daddies, are you hearing this right now? Okay. This is my daughter, Drew. She's six. And they're wanting to 
had this little con- it, because they thought it was a cool contest and I'm wondering did you learn did you learn it anywhere on some of the YouTube stuff is it like a thing that no then who I didn't. told then who told you about this nothing no nothing one. she no just one. they just decided to have oh. a contest oh okay because I didn't know if you learned it like on Ryan's toy review or the FGTV shows on YouTube well FGTV is not that bad yeah but sometimes don't they say some some bad words and stuff no they don't Oh, okay. Well, I guess that, you know, I I was certain. She's not going to incriminate her, her right. peeps. Uh-huh. Protecting them. Uh-huh. So uh, you were competing to keep your fingers in your mouth, right? But it wasn't necessarily to go the furthest in your mouth. Yeah. He just did. He went all the way in and then blah. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I did kept, he, he, he threw up in the car? Yes, I kept hearing right. him say, Drew, I'm touching my throat. I'm touching my throat. <laughs> and I thought, of course, I'm thinking, you know, I'm driving and I'm thinking, yeah, on the, on the outside. outside. No. And then I, she goes, yeah. Mom, Kaz just threw up everywhere. And I was like, oh. I didn't now say I that. Get it. And he threw up on his headphones. Oh, oh no. no. That's the worst, man. Now he's going to have vomit on his ears. No, it was like <laughs> the headphones. Uh-huh. And and what did Daddy tell you after that happened? Do you remember what I told you about why we don't need to do those silly contests yeah. like that? What did I say? Um, you said... I don't remember. That, that if, if, <laughs> if you do that and, and you do those silly contests and games, Wait, because... sometimes we might have to go to the hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get hurt. Yeah. So what do you want to say to all the kids out there who try to do those weird contests to make themselves, you know... Do not do that at home. Well, don't do it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Deedles. I love you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Live. Uh, reach out on Instagram right now. Pull up the Instagram app. Two words. Follow Fitz. That's with a Z. Follow Fitz on Instagram. We're going to throw it back right now. Throw it on back. Yeah. Throw it on back. We throw it on back. It's Throwback Thursday. So, who wants to begin for Throwback Thursday? This is simple. Um, each of us, we're just going to pick a Throwback Thursday song. you got to tell us why you chose this certain song. And everybody else right now, if you have any good Throwback Thursday jams real quick message me right now facebook.com slash follow fits okay so i'm gonna go first um this song for me i was 10 years old whenever i first heard it i was at summer camp and the camp counselor of she was in high school this one time at summer camp yeah and she (laughs) played it over and over and over and over again can i ask you uh what what year this was maybe for summer camp do you know it right offhand well it would have been uh 1990 okay all right so uh but this is the song that she played, and I've loved it ever since, and I know every single word. I mean, I, I knew it at that age. Was she Now, is this playing the song, or were you guys singing it actually around the campfire? Uh, well, it's a pretty, once you know what it is, it's kind of a hard song to just kind of know all the words to all right. right away. Interesting. I started singing, bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye and singing, this will be the day that I die. Yes! This will be the day that I die. Yeah, so this is Don McLean, and of course, it's American Pie. 
And uh, I don't remember what's not what year. I mean, my gosh, it's 60s, 70s that came out. Well, yeah. Thank you for bringing um, that memory with it, too. That was cool. So, yeah. That's how I, I just loved that song ever since then. Good choice. All right, Drew, over to you. Throwback Thursday. What are you selecting and why? I've really been playing a lot of stuff from the 60s and 70s. Actually, more, let's say 70s, because it reminds me of my childhood. These are the songs that were still all over the radio when I was a little kid, playing in my parents' car, playing in the garage and all that. So I chose the so, song. Like, did you see, were there also dinosaurs walking up and no, down no. the street? Oh, no, no, <laughs> 1970s. Not yeah negative oh, 19 or okay. whatever uh but uh so i chose a song that i think most people will recognize but they probably don't know the name or the band the band is called player okay and the song is called baby come back oh baby come back oh yes jam no i had no idea who sang it The, and the group is called Player? Player. I love That's it. They awesome. had a bunch of hits, but I just, up, that is so 70s, that sound. Yeah, and it's such a recognizable hook, you know? Mm, isn't it just amazing how it takes you back? Oh, there it is. Listen. Yeah. All right, here's mine. Uh, so I selected Dust on the Bottle. From David Lee Murphy, his fourth single from uh, his 1995 album, Out With a Bang. And you know what? Um, I graduated high school in 96. So, I mean, this was just a jam for me. You know, cranking it up in the, the Ford F-150. Dust on the bottle. It might be a little dust on the bottle. But don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust yeah, that's a country right there. The yeah. It's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. All right, Throwback Thursday. This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Pull out, pull out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Listen, um... My goal for 2019 is to get you to become a P1 of, of, of my show. And here's what that means. It means um, all you have to do is look at that preference one button on your radio right now. See it right over there? It's just staring at you. And you just hold your, your finger. Hold your finger out there and you hold that button down until it beeps. And set our show is the number one button on your preset. Yeah, when you put us on your P1, you become a P1. That's all it takes. It's that easy. You're in the club, and we love you for it. I got some good news I think I'm going to throw out right now. You know, everybody loves social media. We all love posting stuff. And you know what? Maybe your friends really do want you to post like a million pictures of your next road trip to Instagram. Apparently... I had no idea about this. The three most Instagram-worthy road trips in the yeah. world, in the entire world, wow. are in the United States. No. Really? Straight up, it's true. In like the, the whole world? Yeah. The Swiss Alps or something? Well, is there anything that... Well, think about it like this. Is there anything that you would love to see and take a picture of where you could post it up on, on the gram? Like, what would you... Uh, you know, just... What would you love to see? Oh, Experience. Uh, Red Rocks. I think the Red Rock or, or Monument uh, Valley. Colorado? No. Uh, Colorado Red Utah. Rocks? Red Rocks. Wow. And the uh, the Monument Valley with the, the yeah. huge stone formation. And that stuff a, is so beautiful. They have an amphitheater out there. 
Red Rocks Amphitheater. Right. So because of the way the rocks are, it, it provides this unique sound to the music that's played in that arena. Is that right? It's pretty amazing. Dave Matthews has an album out. A lot of artists have a, have albums out from Red Rock. There, there was a, uh, I mean, there's a couple places in, in our nation that just, you know, takes my breath away. But, I mean, when I walked up to the Grand Canyon for the very, in, in the Grand Canyon. Never it, seen it. It sneaks up on you, okay? Mm-hmm. And what I mean it sneaks up on you, there's like, the way I remember it, like one road in and one and one road out. They get you back on the interstate. You get off the interstate, which I believe is uh, um, Interstate 40, the old Route 66. Mm-hmm. And then you head, uh, we headed north, right? And, and then you pull up into the Grand Canyon National Park, and there's like trees and stuff around. And then all of a sudden, you get out and you walk up to kind of where everybody's walking. And then, boom! Yeah. From out of, and Because it goes down, not up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was it was literally one of those moments where I was like, it took my breath away. I had a moment similar to yeah. that wow. about I don't know, well over twenty years ago. I was driving her all the way across the country, and I stopped in it. Just the way my road trip worked out, I stopped in at um, uh, Mount Rushmore. No kidding, you've and seen I ended that. Up, ended up getting there like at dawn. And oh, you had a moment there. It was my moment. I was all alone wow. at Mount Rushmore, at the down at the little visitor center at the base, looking up at it at dawn all by myself. It was a moment. You kind of had another moment like that at, at the Washington Monument. Yeah. I was in D.C. one time, uh, right there in front of the Lincoln Memorial, in front of the Washington Monument, on, you know, on the reflecting pool. Snow was covering, so much snow had fell, and I was sitting there on the steps where Martin Luther King Jr. had stood by myself, with the Vietnam Memorial, Lincoln Memorial, Lincoln's behind me, monuments directly in front of me, the pool, and no one in sight but myself. Just all that snow history, all right? over the ground. And the snow silencing. Yeah. Everything. So uh, the survey asked people to name the most Instagram-worthy road trips in the world. All right, here, here are the three: Route 66, like I just said, the old Interstate 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of history there. Number two was the Grand Canyon. I believe that. And three was Pacific Coast Highway. Is that is that Highway 101? Yeah, the, or Highway that's 1. Like or one high, it's for Highway 1. Yeah, right one of the up the, right up the coast. I've, heard, I've done right? that one. Oh, you have? Yeah, a couple times. Gorgeous? It's beautiful. We've seen it on that Pebble Beach. That's where we were. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about, you know, actually going up the entire coast. Like the coast. distance, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and the rest are all over the world, like Australia, New Zealand, uh, the UK. But we got three in the USA. So I'm okay Not bad. Not bad. USA! USA! America! America! All right, on the way, we get ready for a reality check. What are you going to cover in the reality check in a little bit? Well, we know about the shutdown. We'll touch on that, but I'm going to give more detail on the Bezos divorce and the numbers. We're going to talk numbers. So blow your mind. Hang tight. Oh, my God! Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. Hundreds of thousands of federal workers remain affected by the shutdown. Yeah, I feel like this is becoming a series here. Every day I talk about another way that the shutdown can affect all of us. Today... I'm going to talk about the FDA. A lot of or most of the FDA food safety inspectors are furloughed right now. What that means. <gasps> the people who like search for like the E. coli and salmonella. Oh, so no. they, they check out facilities that not only produce food, but process food and ship food and trucks and all that stuff. And on the tail of, of huge outbreaks uh, like the coli in the lettuce and the salmonella in, in meats that we've seen, this could pose a real potential 
serious risk to consumers. So be careful out there. Make sure your food's clean, well handled, just, and all that stuff. Wash your hands. Over and it's over eight hundred thousand people uh, out of work for the government shutdowns. Right? Yeah, and yesterday yeah. Uh, was supposed to be their payday, and of course, you know, all these people are going without. I mean, my gosh, December is already hard enough because you got Christmas, and then mm-hmm. January is always hard because yeah, you, you got to pay the bills from December, right? And so these poor people. I mean, I just know what it feels like to be a parent. A lot of these people are parents, and they're having they to continue children. to go to work to keep their pensions and stuff, yeah. right? And not only that, I even heard that uh, Ben Carson was also pleading with a lot of HUD uh, landlords to please let these right. people stay in their homes, even though that they're not able to pay rent right now. Because like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. But what's that landlord supposed to do? They have to pay their mortgage too. Right. I mean, everyone is on the hook for this. And I don't see an end in sight. Are there lawsuits against the government? Can you sue the government in cases like this? Well, for- in the last big shutdown, uh, which is from 2015 to 2016, they did sue. The the labor union sued, and they got double pay mm. uh, for the time that people were forced to work and didn't get pay. Mm. They got back pay retroactive. Well, I think uh, they deserve it. Well, someone who's not worried about money but is looking to get a lot of money is Jeff Bezos's wife, Mackenzie. They, the couple just announced their divorce. We talked about it earlier in the show, but I'm going to give you some numbers. So Jeff Bezos's wealth, by the way, the couple got married about a year before he started Amazon. So he, she was with him the whole time through. Mm-hmm. The couple, uh, their, their legal residence is Washington State, which is a community property state, which means in a divorce, anything 50, made 50. during the marriage should be 50-50. So, so she's going to get half of the world. Yeah. His approximate <laughs> wealth is somewhere around $137 billion with a B. It goes up and down by a few billion every day. But that she means could. she could be looking at potentially $66 billion as it sits today. But it seems like they're doing I'd it amicably. And it seems like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that it seems like at least that she knows she's going to be taken care of. If she got $66 billion, she would become the richest woman on the planet Earth. Currently, the richest Good woman is Alice uh, 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 Walton. Brady. No, Alice Walton of the Walmart family, and she's worth yes. somewhere around $47 billion. So she would eclipse her by a huge margin. So there's no way you could spend that amount of money in a lifetime. So at that point, you have that much cash if you're her or, or Bezos. Do you just try to figure charity, out? Charity, charity, charity. Yeah, that too. Or buy a planet. Like, how to seriously buy another planet. <laughs> Own it. I heard the moon's I cheap. Think- yeah, name it's, it Bezos. Because it's not a planet. Yeah. Well, I think we should work on this one first. <laughs> then let's then let's go out and find other ones. All right, there you go. The Thursday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. So I remember uh, breaking this this news several weeks ago about Carly Pierce and Michael Ray. You know they are engaged now, and I reached out to her. And she says that she and, and Michael Ray, that they are both very old souls whose lives have been heavily influenced by their grandfathers. Our grandfathers both played such key roles into our lives. The Pierce name is my grandfather, the red feather on my arm and my logo, all of that. Amos is his grandfather's name that he named his record after. And where we're going, who we were raised by, how we were raised, what we value. We both have very old souls. And I think what's just important to us really lined up and what we prioritize and the kind of passions that we have. And we both are very driven people. I think we should fall in love because we both love our grandfathers. <laughs> That's a weird pickup line. <laughs> right? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, hey, everybody, right. Do you love your grandpa? Yeah. So Me do too. I. We must be old souls. Let's get married. <laughs> 
Anyway, Try it. It might work. I don't know. Congratulations to both of them. And, and obviously, we wish them only the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a lot of comments, messages on my social media. The other day when we mentioned our, our Tim and Faith having problems right now because there's yeah. not a lot of social media involving both of them together. And uh, uh, so I'm still trying to get some questions it's answered like on that topic. Come on. I mean, every relationship has ups and downs. Mm-hmm. My gosh, those they've been married over 20 years. Yeah, but not 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 to not be pictured together. Well, who, who Why has, not? If you can afford it, wouldn't you want to take a... If you've been married 20 right. years and you could afford it, wouldn't you take a week away just to like And, and he, does, he does own an island in the Bahamas. Yeah, and if your you marriage go. is great and you know what? You have nothing to worry about, then, then why can. not go? I mean, yeah, yeah you don't... We don't know what's in their business. Uh, all right, Cody Johnson. Kojo! Kojo has released a really cool live acoustic version of On My Way to You. Uh, it is on his album Ain't Nothing To It. It's dropping January 18th. I want to let everybody know. Kojo dropping January 18th. Yeah. go. Wasn't that something? Kojo. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Gaining that traditional sound. Yeah. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. This is the Fitch Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. Fitch happens. It's the Fitch Show. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash follow fits. That's with a Z, by the way. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And get ready for the what are you kidding me stories of the day. They happen in minutes. Uh, I have a couple of audio scraps that I'd like to get to today. Oh, yeah. This is good. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Did you hear about the Alabama radio station that apparently accidentally aired an ad where they won? Where Alabama won like, the game? Where they pre-recorded, they they actually they actually pre-recorded yeah. like these live uh, events, and they were covering the national championship last Monday night, and they accidentally aired a commercial for Alabama uh, that talked about their incredible victory. Well, it makes sense because they have to have that stuff ready to go at a moment, so they have to do both versions. It's just like with the the Super Bowl, they print up shirts and hats for both teams yeah, to be champions, know, and then it, they send them to other parts of the world well, when they go away. Let's hear it. All right, go ahead. Andrew Roberts coming to you once again from Academy Sports and Outdoors, John Hawkins Parkway in Hoover. Many Bama fans coming through, getting all of their title apparel. What a great win over Clemson for the Crimson Tide. The sixth title in ten years. Truly amazing. Title number seven for Nick Saban. We're going to continue here. Come by and see us. Oh, my or God. Not. And you sound so excited about that victory, mm-hmm. don't you? Well, not only that. They're at the Sporting Goods Department. Listen, we're going to be here from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. tonight. Free hot dog and balloon day. Come and celebrate Saban. We're giving away uh, the, Saban smoothies. Let's just let's not even forget <laughs> that that was supposed to be a live mm, appearance, right. and it was pre-recorded, Ooh, busted. obviously. Busted. Because, yeah. They said, "Here, go record this in the closet, so it sounds like you're live." Yeah. yeah let's something. make it. Let's make it sound live. Call us from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right then. Um, all right. Uh, I discovered some other audio that I'd like to get to. Okay. Apparently, the other night people were noticing uh, the president of the United States 
they were noticing that he was uh, had the sniffles. He was sniffing well, a bunch. Flu season. Hmm. Bunch of sniffles. Maybe he had a little runny nose. Bunch of sniffs. So we thought it'd be a good idea to compile all of those sniffs. <laughs> okay. And and basically, twenty times, twenty sniffs in fifteen seconds. We is is how we managed to put all this together. Now that, again, that, that just that, sounds like a machine. No, it's him. I know, but I don't even. Do you hear it? It sounds like the same sniff over and over again. If you go back and watch his his address to the nation, you'll you'll, you'll, you'll see sense. that there is some sniffing going yeah. on. Almost like there might be a little breathing issue or something. Maybe a little apnea. Hit hit awake hit. apnea. Oh my god! <laughs> Does he need one of those sleep masks while he's awake? Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't his doctor say he's the healthiest person he's ever seen? Well, let's listen to these sniffs and find out one more time. Can you play it? Like a, like a little helium tank. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he's blowing up an air mattress. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am standing by with the news that did not make the news. And I do have some breaking, what are you kidding me stories right now. If you don't mind, folks, quickly, I'm going to take you out of. Pennsylvania. This dude needs a new alias. Or actually needs a new name because there, there, there's a fugitive in Baltimore and his name is Doodoo Butt. Get out no. of here. No, I'm not. Get, I'm telling y'all straight up. No way. Who would he do is, that to their kid? He is, <laughs> he's known as Doodoo Butt. Well, he was not wanted, apparently. Well, he's probably not wanted in jail either, but anyway. He was arrested in Pennsylvania last Monday, and Doodoo Butt is wanted for attempted murder. Well, yeah, you name someone like that, they're going to snap, right? <laughs> oh, you think that you think this is a result of his name? Yeah, this is a Doodoo boy Butt. named Sue times a thousand. Uh, well, I do have uh, exclusive. <laughs> I do have exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio right now. It appears that a 21-year-old Baltimore man, known by the alias Doodoo Butt, was arrested for a road rage-style shooting. Ward, a.k.a. Doodoo Butt, was wanted for first-degree murder and was arrested in Pennsylvania on a Maryland warrant. No word on how he got that alias. I can guess. So at least, okay, now we at well, least know his parents did not give it to I him. I can tell. He's probably a late-night, you know, having some... Taco Bell? Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, good old Doodoo Butt. All right, uh... Let, Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of Russia, you better get ready. Drew, when I say to you all the time that you better get ready, like, you better get ready, mm-hmm. what do you think I mean by that? Uh, prep. Or, or, or like, when, huh? You got to prep. Prep you for ready what? for anything. R- but ready for what? For the end. The big one. The end? The war. <laughs> or the Lord. Sure, that too. I think he said the war. No, the I war. said, but I said the Lord. Yes, I know. You know, or, or when I say well, you really t- can't prep for that, right? Oh yeah, you can't no avoiding it. It's a it's a it's a quick little invite to prep for that, my friend. Mm-hmm. You just look up and you you throw out an invitation. Oh yeah, I just meant you can't prepare to work around it. You oh, can't co- prepare to survive it. Of course you can. I could recommend a a, a book for you to read, and it, I'll, I'll take you to the very end. It tells you everything what to do. It's the last. <laughs> everything you need. It's the last know. last chapter. All the revelations that you might need. But anyway, Drew, out of Russia, 
Apparently the Antichrist is coming, and, and um, they say that your smartphone is going to be responsible for all this. There, there is someone uh, who's the head of the Russian Orthodox Church. He says the data gathering capacity of devices, such as smartphones, brings humanity closer to the arrival of the Antichrist. Why didn't they mention that in the Bible then? They pretty much do. Because they sent Nostradamus they, to say it. No, they didn't do that either. Are you I'm sure? I'm glad you guys are really joking about this stuff. Well, they, I'm uh, glad that it's such a great joke. I just think well, this guy's trying not? to get but, on the popular bandwagon and go, yeah, we'll do smartphones. Smartphones are the but, reason. But, I mean, it, I mean it, it, it's, a, it's a point, right? I mean, the way everybody's connected and we're all mind warped from My what gosh. we read on social media. But every I mean, why, year, there, there could be something to another this. reason why we're closer to mm-hmm. the apocalypse mm-hmm. or the coming I, of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Well... I'm glad you guys just think it's. Uh, I'm know, not thinking it's funny. Surprised you guys saying, aren't eating cupcakes while you're talking about even, this right even now. Even the the millennial, the millennial. Remember the millennium? Whenever it was, oh, it was the end then too. Yep. You know, because the Mayan calendar was ending and, and all this computers. kind of stuff. Uh, yes, and and by the way, nobody will know. No, it, it, if you ask what the good book says, Drew, it says he will come like a thief in the night, and uh, all those things that we mentioned earlier. They, they do talk about that in that last well, book I'll tell you about. Thieves in the night these days are getting caught on doorbell cameras, so Jesus better watch out. Stealing Amazon packages. <laughs> you better watch out for that. <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitch Files. Uh, let's see. Tipping flight attendants is actually trending right now. Frontier Airlines just launched an option where you could tip a flight attendant. Hmm. Yeah, you know I don't what? know about that. There's, there are too many fees. I mean, yeah. don't you remember whenever gas was expensive? Yeah. And so they, 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 that's whenever they started charging for luggage. Well, that's uh-huh. never gone away now. Sure. Although I would give $20 <laughs> uh, uh, to anyone who would stuff one of the, uh, a kid in a, the overhead bin. No, you wouldn't. 20 bucks. <laughs> Okay. It'll See be you when we our, land. It'll See. be one of ours. Yeah. <laughs> night, night. Oh, yeah. I'd put my kid in the overhead bin. No, you would. Give him a little iPad for the flight. Oh. Night, night. See you in a little bit. The rest of the passengers, thank you. Oh, that's the truth. All right. Um, standing by right now with the good, the bad, and the gossip is Bethany. Okay. So this may seem kind of odd, but I think it's a good thing that uh, prosecutors in Atlanta have launched a new investigation into the alleged crimes detailed in the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly. And we've watched, wh- what episode are we on of that, by the way? I think we're on like three, four or five. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's just, it's it's unbelievable, you guys. If it brings crimes to light and if it if it helps victims of crime, sure. it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, they're talking to people who came forward on the show. W- Would they be charging have... him in the state of Georgia, I guess? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so moving on to the bad. Oh, here we go. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie are getting a divorce. Whoa. Yeah, what? the couple announced the breakup over Jeff's Twitter account yesterday. They didn't mention, of course, how they're going to split $140 billion fortune. Oh, oh. Um, wow. Well, I mean, t- I mean that's easy. It. No, I already got it figured out. As part of the settlement, she'll get half the world. <laughs> <laughs> half it's the world's e-commerce. 
You get the Western you, Hemisphere. I'm going to keep the Eastern Hemisphere. That, 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 yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> All right. So just to let you know, they do have four kids, three sons and an adopted daughter. And so. it was like, they've been together over 25 years, you They've said? been together over 25 years. And I would like to say, it seems like they are doing this amicably. They said that... Uh, even with everything, even if we knew that after 25 years we would still split up, we wouldn't change a thing. We would have uh, still been together interesting. and everything. All right. It's even easier so. to get divorced when you're rich. Seems like they're looking uh, for some new candy. They're moving forward with love. All right, then. What All right. So moving on to the gossip. Remember the Golden Globes? Even if you didn't watch the Golden Globes, you may have seen the pictures online, of course, on social media and whatnot. Well, you may have seen the Fiji Water Girl. How could you miss her? She's, She's in, in every picture. Fiji Water Girl, yeah. And she is in almost every single photo. Looking on the right red at carpet. the camera. Yes. Looking right at the camera. Holding a or, tray of Fiji water bottles. Yeah, perfect. Fiji Water. I mean, it's too perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. She earned her company the equivalent of twelve million dollars in free advertising. Way to go, Fiji! I'm Just all about the Fiji the Water. I'm thirsty. Yeah, it's crazy. I think they had her on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, or she might. She was. I think she was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. But she's going to be everywhere for the next few oh, months. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, this is her chance to launch a career. That's right. That's right. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. That's right. Uh, This is where I, I share the good, the bad, the ugly, your questions, comments, concerns about the show. Where do we begin today? This is from Christy. Hey, Fitz, um, I really can't believe that you like The Bachelor on TV. Oh, yeah, I heard you talking about it. Doesn't that go against all of your good Christian morals? Mm. I think it's pretty disgusting even before you consider that people are watching these poor lost souls grope around on each other. Wow. I don't know who I should pray for. You or them. Sincerely, Christy. Well, Christy. What about both, Christy? I, I, first of all, I'll always appreciate some of those prayers, and you can send those right up. Secondly, you know what? Uh, I love you very much, but it's none of your business what I watch on TV at night. And well, you told them. I did <laughs> I mean, tell them. Yeah. You made it their right. business. Right. I made, I, made, I made it their business. <laughs> so it is your business. And you have a great, a great question. But what you like, you like. There but you know. I have tried to encourage my wife, Bethany, to watch The Bachelor with me because I am so entertained throughout, like mouth open, like oh my god, you've got to be these these people are willing to throw away I don't know a possible chance at true love to be on television. So are you saying that the show's not really about following the story of the show, but really just making fun of the ridiculous people on there? That's why you like it. Do you think anyone watches it for the purpose of the show, like no. what it's supposed no. to? Oh be? no, I think there are uh, some people. Everybody watches it. I. Th- just my personal opinion because everybody likes a train wreck they all like to slow down and look right mm-hmm. and i think that <laughs> i think that's what we're doing is watching this craziness that is our world and our country <laughs> happening yeah. before our eyes but i just i mean you know if, whenever you think about how many minutes you have in your life i mean do you really <laughs> want to watch someone else that's you know that you know they're make not out with genuine? a stranger yeah. come on it's I mean, the bachelor it's yes no all right, let's move on. Shannon says, uh, Bethany should be very careful playing around with those evil 
tarot cards, Fitz. I know it seems like you're just goofing around and having fun, Bethany, but that's exactly how the Dark Lord gets into your head. You're playing with evil that's way over your head, Bethany. Shannon, what say you? Yes, it is true. My wife was uh, getting on those tarot cards the other night. She's tr- she's trying to read my future now every night now. And I'm not trying to read your future. Well, you've been night. you've been dabbling in the witchcraft, and I'm concerned. <gasps> that you have, and I don't have a problem with witches. I don't. I believe everybody should do what they want. Oh my but, gosh, this is a tarot set from Barnes and Noble. I was just going to ask if these. <laughs> did you get these from you know like a a, a, a Marie Laveau truth teller or, or something, something, or did you New get Orleans? them? Yeah, from uh. No, Parker no. Brothers. Yeah, it's, it's like Ouija boards are made by Parker yeah, Brothers. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's I'm I just. You know, when I was Shannon, a kid. I appreciate the concern. I do, and why don't you just go ahead and throw up some prayers for me because I can always them use them. But um, I think I like, just I think I'll be aight. <laughs> All right, real quick. This is this this is from Craig. Uh, listen, Drew needs to stop his hate for Florida Georgia Line. It's getting ridiculous. They're making country music great again. Just like the President of the United States is making our country great again. Drew, you probably don't like the President either. What are you contributing to country music, Drew? If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all, Craig. And he's even getting political with you. I, I don't know how you want to respond well, to any of that. He's, I think you should, wow, he it's true. Like I think you should be honest. It, it's true. I probably say something snarky about FGL frequently. Because he also I, brought up the president. I, I'm going to skip over that because <laughs> nobody wants to talk about that stuff. But I'm going to say that uh, I think FGL are great musicians. I just don't like the direction they're taking country. And they're kind of leading country in that direction of being like really pop and really sort of electronic. And they're mixing <laughs> in with electronic. everyone. Electronic. Yes. All right. I love Florida Georgia Line. We'll be right back. <laughs> Fitz Happens Live. Oh, yeah. Everybody, what have we learned today for Thursday? It's January 10th, 2019. And uh, wherever you are right now, let us know what you picked up from our show. Uh, Because here's what I learned. I learned that the three most Instagram-worthy road trips in the world, like the top three are in the United States of America. They are the old Route 66. I'm talking about Interstate 40. Been there, done that. Mm -hmm. They are the Grand Canyon. Mm Mm-hmm. And Pacific Coast Highway. Everybody's going there to take their Instagram photos and then put it on their story features. Just they, be careful while post. you're taking your selfies. Yeah. Pull yeah, over and take a picture. Yeah. Don't be taking those selfies near the Pacific Coast Highway. Well, you yeah. Not, not while you're on it. Not yeah. while you're driving. Not while you're standing near a cliff near the Grand Canyon. Yes. People are are dying like crazy from selfies. Mm-hmm. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned in the What Are You Kidding Me stories that a game warden uh, busted a girl that he matched with randomly on uh, Bumble. Bumble, yeah. Because she admitted while they were hanging Chatting. out, hooking up, whatever, that she killed a buck. Uh, spotlighting. spotlighting. So, you know, if you're a crook, watch out who you swipe right on. You know, because <laughs> get a cop. How about if you're a poacher? Yeah, I'm saying if you're a crook yes. of any kind, if you've committed a crime you know watch out who you're hooking up with right because it's not fun to be chased by the game warden really you know you have knowledge of this bethany what have we learned today (laughs) no no i learned that the spice girls turned down 80 million dollars to go on a uh 
A tour of the U.S. Wow. I mean, I get that Mel B's got TV money, and I get that Posh Spice has got no, soccer husband money, but the, what's the other two's excuse? No, Mel B has been struggling, especially with this divorce that she's been going through. All those attorney's fees, attorney's yeah. fees. She's got America's Got Talent money. That's not cheap. Still not as much as you'd think, I bet. She's got Eddie Murphy money, too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, don't forget, we flush the format, and we're going to get a little funky and crazy. Tomorrow, my name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz, and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast... Just go to followfits.com.